The string quality. Are we streaming? Are we live now? We are live. We are live. Oh my gosh. Yay. I just have to mute myself on the there. Okay. <laughs> Woohoo. <laughs> Finally. Finally, 20 minutes later. We made it live. You know us and the tech technology issues, but yes. but we figured it out. And hello, YouTube. We finally made it on live today. Um, we haven't done a live podcast, I feel like, in a couple of months. It has. It really a while. We've been so busy doing. I know. There's just been too to much bring, going on, right? Yes. To so, bring everybody all the things. Vacation. Maybe that's why uh, Zoom and YouTube gave us so much trouble. They were like, you guys haven't been around for a while. You <laughs> are gonna make yeah, exactly. Work. Yeah. We're going to, we're going to like give you some trouble. You got to oh get with God. it people. Yeah. Right. Oh my gosh. Well, since where it took us so long to get on, I feel like we're just going to jump right into it. How yes. about you? I agree. Okay. I agree. Let's go. All right. Okay. I'm just going to get, I'm going to get started. <laughs> Yes. Let's just get this party started. Okay. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Magical Traveling Moms podcast. My name is Colleen, and I am joined with my beautiful co-host, Tina. Although I think with, on Zoom, I'm like pointing the wrong way. Oh, yeah. you're over there. Over here. <laughs> um, and for today's episode, um, coming to you live, we are going to be talking about our top tips for traveling with kids, long distance kind of trips. So like in the car or on a plane or really any kind of trip with a kid kind of seems long distance, doesn't it? Even like to the grocery store sometimes when they're little. <laughs> yes. yes. But before we get started, um, we always like to say a little something about the sponsors of our show, Mystical Dream Travel. Mystical Dream Travel is a full service fee-free travel agency, and they specialize in all things Disney, Universal, cruises, all-inclusive resorts, the Caribbean, Hawaii, Europe, uh, so many places. Uh, so the next time you are looking to plan a fantastic vacation for yourself or your family, definitely be sure to look up the agents at Mystical Dream Travel because they will help you from start to finish, get the perfect vacation planned. And you can find them at mysticaldreamtravel.com or look them up on social media. We got lots of great social media. So definitely check us out. Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, we're all over. All the tips. Um, all the tips. All, all, yeah. <laughs> so how are you doing today, Tina? Snafu or whatever. Yeah, you we just say. had a little, okay. little bit of a tech snafu, yeah. but that's okay. You know, we're I used to that. I feel like just when we get used to it, it's they change stuff on us. Right, exactly, exactly. Yeah. But it is a beautiful sunny day here in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. I think it's going to be 80 degrees. Wow. I think if it is, I, that, I think that's warmer than it's going to be here. Well, I think maybe it's supposed to get to about 80 here in South oh, Carolina. It's beautiful. It is also beautiful and sunny and 
uh, only a little bit of clouds in the sky and it's yes. very warm out. Everything is blooming. It's, it's gorgeous. Yeah, um, I agree. So I am just fresh back from a trip with my family. Um, we did a trip to Washington DC for spring break. And, uh, so I thought this would be a great, uh, episode to do where we just kind of talk about like, how do we travel with our kids? Like, what are, you know, what are our tips? Um, I, you know, think some parents who don't travel with their kids a lot, or maybe it's their first time ever going for a long car ride or plane ride in particular with kids. And they kind of get like, ah, what do I do? Like, how am I going to keep them happy? What if they cry? Um, so I, I've done a lot of road trips with my kids. Uh, we drive pretty long distance several times a year and planes and trains and all of the things. So, (laughs) so I thought we could share our favorite, our favorite tips. I know you've said you don't do a lot of long road trips. No, we don't. And here's why I don't mind a good road trip, you know? Um, but Years ago, I'll tell the story. Okay. Um, years ago, my husband um, went to help his dad do something in Florida. So he had to go pick up his cars, you know, and they flew down in the morning to go pick us up. So meanwhile, it's like early in the morning, like six in the morning. And then they decided they flew down instead of staying a little bit with family, you know, for a couple hours or overnight. They came back the same day and drove straight through. So that, so my husband's like, if I can fly, I'm not driving. (laughs) If it's more than four hours away, I'm flying. That's his fault. So we don't do a lot of road trips. I don't blame him. And, you know, I feel like, and maybe this is like, as I get older, I don't know, but I feel like as the years have gone on, I have started to feel that way more and more, especially every year, at least once a year, mostly, usually twice a year, we drive to Vermont from here and oh, yes. 17, six, 15 to 17 hours, like total. And we break it up into two days because there's, we did it one day once. And that was, then we were like, never again, will we drive it all in one yeah. day? Um, and, uh, and every year I, I'm like, oh, I, you know, maybe we could just fly. Then I look at plane tickets and I times it by four and I say, no, I guess we can suffer through the drive again. <laughs> yes. Yes. So that drive is like us going to Florida. So yeah, right. It's like a yeah. 17 hour drive for us right. to Florida. So, which is why we drive and I'm sure we could break it up and stuff, yeah. but why it's definitely, it's definitely, yeah, easier. Yeah. So it's we don't, that, uh, Burlington, Vermont is such a small airport um, it just seems like flights there are hard, yeah. they're expensive. They're just expensive and there's not a lot of them and there's not a lot of direct flights. So when we like really look at it, we're like, oh, yeah. fine. We're just gonna, we're gonna yeah. suck it up. But yeah, I so will say, we haven't done them. Like, yeah, so, well, and we've driven to Florida many times. Yes. Um, and so I think, and then we just drove to DC uh, but I've learned a lot over these, the course of these years um, on, and I started doing this when my kids were pretty little. I mean, I think, well, the first big road trip we ever took was when we moved here, where oh, yes. we, we drove from Vermont to here. Um, and Noah was one years old. He was only one and Eli was three. Oh, that's little, so, yeah. 
that was uh, my first experience on a long road trip with little kids. And I was alone with them because Matt was driving the U-Haul. So I was in the car with the kids. He was in the U-Haul with the dog. And I was like, I think you got the better deal. I think he did. (laughs) But I didn't want to drive the giant (laughs) U-Hauls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He might have, but I was like, no, I don't want to drive the (laughs) U-Haul. But um, I actually uh, planned a lot for that trip. And some of my tips um, come from that, that trip. And one of the things that I did to to prepare for that trip was I mapped out our route. Um, We actually broke it up into three days on that trip, just because the kids were so little. So we didn't want to like push it. We didn't know how well they would do in the car. Um, So I looked at our route and where we were going to stay the two nights. And I actually found spots that we could stop. And I looked at where there were parks with playgrounds Mm -hmm. that were like, not too far from the highway. Um, that would be like an easy, you know, like, Oh, we'll stop here, like for lunch. And then there's like a park with a playground nearby. Um, and I think that that was really great idea. Like it worked out really well because the kids got to play and Mm -hmm. we broke up the trip. I mean, it made the trip longer for sure. Yes. However, they were a lot more happy in the car because they got that energy out, you know, like they got to play, they got to walk around and run around and do things and explore. And then they would get back in the car and they would be tired and maybe take a nap. <laughs> yes, which gives you a break. Yes. Right. Yeah, um, no, that's a great tip. I think that's awesome. Um, that's an I still awesome do meal. that. I still do that. Even to this day, I will, uh, a lot of times if Matt's driving and I'm the navigator, um, you know, when it's getting close to lunchtime, I'm on my phone and I'm looking like ahead on the route, like, okay, well, where's a good place to stop? And I mm-hmm. am, you know me, I'm a foodie. Yes, so, yes that uh, what I really hate just eating like at McDonald's and Burger King and all that. Like I really do hate that. And I try really hard to avoid fast food when we're traveling. Mm. Um, so I'm always looking at like, what are the other restaurants around and what are the ratings? And I probably drive my husband crazy because I'm just like, well, there's this place. Well, there's that place. It, you get to experience maybe the cuisine, the food in that area. Yeah, well, and we have found some neat places. Like we've, you know, mm-hmm. we've definitely discovered some great restaurants and I, I feel like I've had more hits than misses. So that's good. Um, and and then I usually try to see if is there something to do? Like, is there a park? Mm-hmm. Um, we went to a car museum, you know, like on a trip we did uh, last year where we stopped for somewhere for lunch and there was a car, an antique car museum, like attached to it. Mm-hmm. So, um, so we could take a break and like do something kind of like break up the trip a little bit. Um, and then make it not seem so, so monotonous and boring. <laughs> That, that's, I mean, that's a great idea. I mean, we've done that. So our neighbors are truck drivers. Oh. And so we did a road trip um, out to New Jersey to catch a ship, um, a cruise that we were going on. So we have done that that way. It's like six hours. It made sense for us to drive versus yeah. trying to fly in to um, one of the airports up there in New York is actually quicker to drive in that sense. <laughs> I, I said it is. Yeah, so they actually gave us some really great dining places. Oh, I bet oh. they know a lot. 
There's some great places. For, I mean, we ate at this awesome place for breakfast that we probably never, it was a little off the beaten path, but not far, but it was perfect. So that's great. You know, I'm sure truck drivers probably have all kinds of great dining. They know where all the great places are to eat on the major. They <laughs> do. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, so I agree. I like that idea of just finding different places that are unique to that city or town right. because it it just it tells you probably a little story about that area. Yeah, well, and there's a lot of really interesting stuff that's like maybe not like a destination, but you know, like you're not going to go there specifically to just mm. see that. But if you're driving through the area, you know, you might as well stop and check it out, stretch your legs. Absolutely, and plus you're supporting local economy and small business. Yeah, and so. seeing the country, you know. So yes, I, exactly. I like that. I, I try even the trip. You know, I think is a way to have an experience you know it doesn't have to just be a trip it can be an experience all right. in and of itself right exactly um, i love it so on the same line so since we're talking about stopping on trips mm-hmm. i want to throw this tip in here every time you stop everyone goes pee <laughs> i agree that uh, is my rule and the kids will be like i don't have to go i'm like i don't care this is, we're stopping. We're not stopping again for whatever hours you are going to go and you are going to try to go to the bathroom because, because I don't want to hear it. Yeah. Cause two minutes after you pull out of your rest stop, I got to go to the bathroom. Exactly. It's like 20 minutes later, they're going to be like, I have to go so bad. And you're like, but yeah. we were just somewhere, but I didn't have to go then. I'm mm-hmm. like, listen, so now it's just, that's it. We're stopped. Everyone goes to the bathroom yep. period. No ifs, ands, or buts. <laughs> Yes, 100%. We also, I always make them go to the bathroom before we get on a plane because I don't want to deal with the plane bathroom. We do. I, I And I make everybody go the same thing um, for sure. So, but yeah. long flights are tough though. Long flights are tough. I mean, not that they can, now my kids at least are old enough. They could go on their own and they, right. Yeah. Well, yeah. You don't have to take them to help them, but like, you know, so I always tried to avoid that if possible, but, um, okay. So I broke up my tips, um, mostly and under like road trip kind of tips and plane trip kind of tips. Although some sort of overlap. Okay. Um, so, and these are all tips basically with kids in mind, you know, it's for helping make your trip more smooth and less stressful and keep your kids happy. And, you know, they're not crying and, and upset. Um, so I don't know about your daughter, but my kids are hungry every five minutes when we travel for some reason. Mm, okay. <laughs> we don't- so I always make sure to pack a lot of water and snacks. Nope. So our big thing when we travel, so Sarah's not super hungry on the trips. Um, so we do the same thing. We'll pack water and snacks. Most of our experiences, you know, we do a lot of flying. So versus road trip, but we will get water. Well, we bring water bottles now through the airport because the water is quite the price (laughs) at the airport. Um, so we bring water but, and most of them have filtered water that you can fill up and yes. you know, stuff, which is really nice. Um, yeah. So my husband loves, the, you know, he's real big on the environment, you know, protecting the environment. So he loves the whole no plastic, you know, water bottles. Um, 
So, um, so we do a lot of that and we do, before we get on the plane, we, everybody buys a snack. Yes. Before we get on the plane, go, we go pick your snack and then we take it with us. Now I will say that we're depending on the flight and we'll, you know, where we're going, we're not big snackers on the plane, but, um, especially if it's an early morning flight, but, but yeah. we, but we do it and we do. And we, when we do take a road trip, which is rare, um, we do stop and get the road trip food and got to get road trip snacks. Road trip um, snacks. My rule of thumb is it's better to have it and not yes. need it than need it and not have it. And the last thing you want is a, a kid, especially a little kid mm-hmm. who's hungry and is miserable yes. and just, and there's nothing really for them to eat, especially when you're on a plane. Like at least if you're mm-hmm. on a road trip, you can hopefully find a convenience store and stop or a grocery store and stop. But if you're on a plane, you know, they give you like those cookies or the little bag of pretzels and that's, that's pretty much it. Um, yeah. so, uh, if your kid is hungry or even in, in the airport, you know, um, especially if you have a layover or, you know, it happens sometimes your flight's delayed and you end up hanging out in the airport many more hours than you anticipated. So you do uh, need, yes. It's about water and snacks guys. (laughs) Yeah. And one thing we do, um, we put snacks in our suitcase. And when we get to the destination, you have like snacks in the room for smart stuff. Yeah, absolutely. That's smart because sometimes there might be a delay in getting somewhere to get something to eat. Like if you're going on a cruise, you fly into an airport Mm -hmm. and you might still have to get, you got to get your bags. You got to get your transportation from the airport to the port. Then you have to check in with security and Mm -hmm. But it might be a while before you're on the ship and can actually go and get something to eat. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And there's nothing in between there and that, you know, to have. So, um, you know, and adults maybe are capable of, you know, just sucking it up and <laughs> we can make it, but little kids are not, they're not so good at that. <laughs> oh, and the public know. Yeah, exactly. I mean, even my 12 year olds, you know, like if he's hungry and you know, he gets hangry, we call it hangry. We get hangry. Same here. Same. They here. come by it naturally. I am also a person that gets hangry. So yes. Yeah. I can relate. I believe me. I am there too. I am there too. So yeah. Well, and you know what, that actually brings up a good point. I think is that even if you think, you know, you can suck it up, being hungry, if it has been a long time since you have eaten, it will make you more irritable, more stressed Mm -hmm. out. It'll make it more difficult for you to navigate stressful situations. Mm -hmm. So even for yourself, having a snack, it's when you're traveling, you know, there's things that happen that you might have to deal with or make changes or something doesn't work out right. And if you're hungry on top of that, that can make it more difficult to navigate. So eat some snacks guys. Keep your, keep your blood sugar levels. Right. Um, I also like, and this goes for both road trips and plane trips. I allow my kids to bring like a stuffed animal, um, Mm -hmm. or a blankie, like, you know, they had blankies when they were little and, um, or a special stuffed animal, because I just think not only does the stuffed animal give them something to play with, but it's comforting Mm -hmm. Um, and it's like something from home, something that they can hold and comfort them if they're feeling stressed out, especially on a plane. 
Um, so I always let them bring a stuffed animal. Um, even though sometimes I'm a little nervous that like, God forbid we lose this one because it's like your favorite. <laughs> Same, you know, um, to bring something from home just to make you feel more comfortable. Same yeah. thing. Same thing. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It can go a long way because especially if they get tired, uh, even on your trip, you know, if they get tired mm -hmm. and cranky and whatever, sometimes just having that lovely from yeah. home, you know, like it just makes them feel better. So, um, right. so I would like to do that in the car. I take it a little further and my kids always bring like big blankets and pillows yes. so that they can make themselves comfy and the, you know, like they make themselves these comfy little spots, you know, so that if they want to take a nap or they get cold or whatever. Right. So exactly. Do, we, we do that too. And, but you can't really do that on a plane. So <laughs> but, but yeah, it's a little car. bit tougher. It's a little bit tougher on a plane. I will say that is one thing I do like about road trips is I don't have to worry about how much I'm packing because it's the car. So we can just whatever you want to bring is fine. Just throw it in there. <laughs> right. Exactly. Exactly. When you fly, you can't, you can't necessarily do that. You got to yeah, limited. Yeah. Limited. You gotta limit it. Um, so I also pack, um, activities. So mm -hmm. in the car, my kids get motion sick, so they can't look at a tablet. I think a lot of kids, I think a lot of parents have their kids bring tablets, um, so that they can, you know, watch Busy. a movie or Absolutely. Yep. Yep. My kids can't, they can't do it. They make, and I'm the same way. Like I can't look at, down like while I'm in a car. So, uh, so we don't bring those things with us in the car. Um, so instead I've got like coloring books, you know, I make like a bag and they'll have like each have their own bag of like crayons, oh, that's a good idea. Yeah. crayons and pencils. And I don't do markers or pens. Um, and crayons, I will say one note with the crayons, you got to be careful. Like we live in the South. It gets very hot here. You do not want to leave crayons in your car. <laughs> oh yes. They will melt. They will melt. Um, so you got to keep, be mindful of it, but, um, but they really like that, you know, and they can color or they draw. And, um, I have a few books I picked up at, I don't even remember what store, um, mm -hmm. that were just like car ride, like games, you know? Oh, uh, that's a good idea. Now we do color pencils. Yeah, that would be better. So in the summer, I will often do that instead of crayons because yeah, yeah. so we do color pencils activities. Um, Sarah's older. So um, it's usually she has her AirPods in listening to music <laughs> right. or whatever. So it's a little yeah. bit different with teenagers when they have that. But the same, she can't do like reading or, you know, anything like that. But definitely, you know, if you have a teenager, they're all about their ear pods and their phones. <laughs> yeah, I'm down with that. You know, if they're quiet and they're not, <laughs> not asking yes. you five questions, then yes. I, mean, yes. I think we're close to that with Eli. Like he's saving me moving towards that, you know, yep. um, we play games, road games. I'm sure you yes. do road so games we, always like, um, we do the alphabet game in the car mm. where you find the alphabet. We have lots of really crazy family rules and we get very competitive about it. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> I'm not surprised. Very competitive. Now surprised. there's a game I used to play as a kid in the car with my family, which it's, it doesn't work as well if you're on a highway but if you're driving through a town and it was, um, 
I don't know what we didn't really name it. I don't even know where it came from. We made it up, I guess. I don't know, but you mm-hmm. would pick a number and a side of the road and you counted that many houses. And then the house that was, you know, you said, I'm the 10th house on the left. And so whatever the 10th house was on the left, that was your house. Right. So we would oh, like what house fun. we ended up with. Yeah. My that's sister, fun. brother, and I used to play that a lot. So we would play I spy. I spy mm-hmm. is good. Yeah. Yeah. We play I spy. Um, but then it gets kind of, cause then it's like, I spy something green. You're like the grass. <laughs> <laughs> no, it always says I spy something blue. You know, you're like the sky. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So we, we do a lot of that and conversations, you know, about yeah. different things. And that's always fun. So I like car road trips because mm-hmm. I think it's a great opportunity to bond and yeah. talk because you're in a confined space and right you learn about each other and you yeah. know some good some bad depending you're if you're forced. not hangry if you're not hangry it's like forced yeah. family time right yeah yes exactly so um so we do we do a lot of that kind of stuff you know when we do a road trip so yeah. our road trips are usually two hours or less <laughs> two hours or less. so with the one we just did to dc um, yeah, that's our honor. Listened to an audiobook, and I have done that before with the kids mm-hmm. when it was just me and the kids. Um, we've listened to audiobooks, and that was really great. And Eli picked the book, and um, it was really interesting book. Mm-hmm. So, um, and it was a long book, so it really lasted us like the whole almost the whole oh, way. Good. Yeah, but and we've done that a few times. So I think that's also fun is audiobooks mm-hmm. in the car. And then um we all love music. The kids and I love music. And so we'll take turns picking like an album or a station or something, you know, like you know, so Noah's current obsession is Bob Marley and reggae. Oh, nice. I don't, I don't know. Like I really honestly don't know. <laughs> cool. I think it's Swift phase. Mm, see that I'm down with that. Like I, I mean, I don't mind Bob Marley and reggae, but mm. it's just funny that he just, I don't know, just recently in the last few months decided he loves Bob Marley and he's gonna listen to reggae all the time. And I'm like, cool. That's oh, that's fine. fun. That's I love it. I love it. So we went to Jamaica in May. I can't wait. I'm like, oh, this will be great. No, you'll be <laughs> I love it. The steel draw. Oh, he's gonna love it. <laughs> yeah, so we um so we do that, but I, I will have to admit when we get to my husband's turn on the music, <laughs> Sarah and I are like, all right, he likes that hardcore metal. Like, really? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I am honestly, I mean, I, on, I've never met your husband in person, but like, I really wouldn't have thought that. <laughs> oh yeah. He, I, there's a station on Sirius XM. I don't even know what it is, but it's like, is it, oh man, what is it called? Um, but it's really heavy metal. And when he's in my car, that's when he <laughs> turned on. like, oh my God, how can you even understand what they're saying? So sorry. I don't know. That would be hard. Yeah. But that's his. It's like about a half hour in. We're like, are you done yet? <laughs> Switch. That's so funny. Um, but I do think that, you know, letting people take turns, like letting kids take a turn, picking a song. I agree. Or, yeah. It 
um, it goes along with what you were saying about like forced family time, you know, like mm-hmm. you're bonding in the car. And I think that makes kids feel like, oh, I'm, I'm contributing and I'm special. And, you know, mm-hmm. oh, my parents are like interested in what I have to say. Right. Like, exactly. They love that stuff, you know, mm-hmm. and the whole point is to try to keep them happy and not, you know, whining and asking you every five minutes, are we there yet? <laughs> yes. And I think in overall, it makes it makes your trip as an adult more enjoyable too. Yeah. And it just reduces any kind of stress of traveling um, with family and it just sets the tone to make it more fun. And yeah, absolutely. Um, so I have one more uh, road trip tip in particular. Okay. Although I guess, honestly, this could be for any trip, but um, I also always try to remember to pack wipes. So oh, that's like, a good disposable idea. wipes, like now, when the kids were really little, little, it was like, I always had wipes anyway in my diaper bag, but mm-hmm. even now, even though they are nine and 12, <laughs> I still find myself needing wipes, not just for them, you know, like it's good for them, especially if you stop to eat somewhere Yeah, um, wipe their hands. and there's nowhere, you know, really to wash your hands or whatever, or if you stop somewhere and you want to wipe off a table, I do that a lot in the airport, you know, like I wipe off. Oh yeah. I have wipes in my wipe off um the tray even like um in your seat yeah Um, yeah I wipe off the sometimes I'm back to doing it but uh wipe off the the seat handles oh yeah all of that armrest and oh yeah yeah it's just yeah it's not you know because they're not doing that in between (laughs) not anymore (laughs) oh they're not doing that in between fights anymore um so for planes um, I actually had to remember to pack headphones or, or AirPods or something, um, because obviously on a plane, you don't, you know, you're not going to be playing your, cause I do have them bring their tablets on a plane cause it doesn't make them motion sick. So yeah, same. Yeah, Sarah um, brings but they need the headphones because you don't want, you know, obviously you can't have the volume, uh, with everybody around you. So, mm-hmm. um, or a lot of the planes have like in the seat is a screen and they have streaming shows and movies mm-hmm. or music, but you got to bring your own headphones. Sometimes you can ask for headphones and they have them, but I've been finding that they don't, or they'll charge you like five bucks. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah so they, they don't have, really have them like they used to. So no, it's not, it, I feel like it used to be like, they just handed them out to you. Like that was, mm-hmm. you know, but not so much anymore. So, um, so I always tried to bring headphones or ear pods or something, and then their tablets in case the plane doesn't have, you know, a built in one. Um, and then, uh, I like to, and I started doing this when they were little, like the first plane ride they ever went on, they were pretty little. Um, bring like little toys or treats like something you know whatever they're into like my one son loves matchbox cars so ahead of time I buy some new ones that I bring out like during the trip you know like it's a little surprise you know oh that's a good idea you know like something new yeah something new something exciting um maybe use it as a reward sort of thing like oh you're being so good you're being so quiet like and polite or whatever you know here have you know here's a little toy I got for you like ooh, and then they have a new thing to play with keep them occupied um, yes. that was a tip I read on like a mom blog or something like a long time ago. And I was like, mm-hmm. Oh, I like that. So I try to have something, you know, in my bag for them because yeah, that's it just makes them happy. That's a good idea. I like it. 
Um, let's see. I also always try to make sure that we get a window seat on a plane. Um, cause of course the kid wants to sit in the window seat. <laughs> so then I'm going to ask you this. So you have two kids. So I have I one. So I haven't had the window seat since, you know, she was started flying. So, right. So, yeah. so you have two, how do you rotate that? How do you So If I'm flying with them by myself, Mm-hmm. then we'll do like one of them sits in the window for one flight and one sits at the window okay. for the next flight. Right. So usually, right. you know, you are going to have like either two flights or four flights, right. Mm-hmm. You have a layover. So we just take alternate, right. If we okay. are flying all together as a family, because we are a family of four, mm-hmm. not all sitting in a row together. Yeah. So I actually will often break it up one parent and kid in one aisle, you know, one window in middle and then another parent and kid in another window in middle. Mm-hmm. So, um, so then they both have a window seat the whole time. Um, but yeah, so, and they're pretty, pretty good at sharing like all three. <laughs> or you had the window seat last time. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes they get a little like, eh, and I'm like, listen, mom never gets, I never get the window seat. I'm just saying, <laughs> from when it's the three of us flying I'm on the aisle yeah yeah I actually uh, like the aisle I I I do too the older I've gotten the more I like the aisle isn't that interesting I feel the same way I'm like I'm actually down with the aisle I don't want to be like in the in stuck you know with two other people next if I fly by myself I like always choose the aisle same thing I did that for the first time, my last flight, I did on by myself and I'm like, I'm going to do the aisle. And I was yeah. kind of surprised at myself. I'm like, huh, I must not, I just, I don't know. Honestly, I feel like you have more room. I do too. You have this, the aisle next to you. So it feels like you have more room. And yeah. then when you're getting off the plane, you're, you're, you're able to get up, you know, like you can't, you don't have to wait for the other people to get up. Right. Yeah. Right. You're not climbing so, over all the seats and uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I, I am, I'm with you. Mm-hmm. Um, I also, another tip for plane trips is really just about planning and it's just yeah. making sure you give yourself enough time, um, at the airport, because I mean, in general, you should be arriving two hours before a domestic flight or three hours before an international but with kids in particular, like you just want to make sure you give yourself enough time to not feel rushed and stressed because they might take longer, you know, like it just takes longer. Everything you do with kids takes longer. <laughs> yeah, they acted. They're maybe excited to be there. They move a little bit slower. Exactly. You know, you just, you just gotta, you know. Yeah. Well, and you get, you know, just to get through security with them takes forever. And then, oh, now everybody has to go to the bathroom. Oh, you know, they want to go into the gift shop, you know? Mm -hmm. And I think if you're rushed, um, that's, you're setting that tone, you know, like it's just, if you rush everybody and you're rushing and it's, you're stressed out and you're like, oh my gosh, we need to get to our gate. It's almost time to board the plane and we're going to be late. And And not only are you stressed out, but you're also projecting that to the kids, you know, and then the kids are starting out the trip, like all stressed out and anxious too. Right. Exactly. So the more relaxed and like, and I think the kids like the airport is like a, a cool place. Like they don't go too often, you know, or maybe it's their first time ever and they want to look around and they want to look in the store and maybe, you know, like let them walk around and move around to get out all those wigglies. Right. Well, and also, 
I'm comfortable with traveling, especially air travel. Yeah. Um, and it teaches, they start to learn how to navigate um, through the airport and what's there. And, and each airport is very different. So yeah. a lot of families go to Orlando and there's a lot there. One, they're excited probably because they're going to Disney or maybe Universal. Right. Um, but the Disney stores there, there's mm-hmm. Universal store there. You know, I so- want to go to the Disney store. <laughs> Me too, even though, even on the way home. So, um, but there's a lot of stuff there that they can, you know, they're going to want to check out. So, you know, I know like you're in a hurry to get your bags, especially when you land, but I'm going to be honest with you. The last couple of times I've gone through Orlando, it's 45 minutes for my bags to come out. Right. That happened to me recently too. Yep. So it's not like you're, you know what I mean? You're not saving like a massive amount of time because the bags right. still have to come out. So, so take your yeah. time. I agree. Well, yeah. And you know what? It's okay. Like if you yeah. get down there and the bags are already out, it's okay. You know? Yes. And I think that people get even, you know, adults uh, get caught up in that. Oh, you got to rush, got to rush, got to rush, got to rush, got to rush. Um, but really, uh, you're just stressing yourself out, you know, like mm-hmm. it's better to just give, just give yourself a lot of time and relax. And it's not a big deal. Just take your time and let the kids take their time because you don't want to start your vacation all stressed out like that, you know, and anxious. Right. Exactly. Exactly. I agree. Yeah. And you want it to be an enjoyable experience for the kids Mm -hmm. so that they're, you know, not traumatized and never want to fly again. (laughs) Exactly. Um, so I think those are all the, those are all the tips that I put down. Did you have anything that you thought of that you want to add? All the the things I would probably recommend, um, is always pack activities for your kids. Mm -hmm. So like when Sarah was little, we would pack coloring books. You can get them at the dollar store, the one dollar. You know, they're new packs, so they're brand new. Yeah. You can get them in Pickers the pack. All that. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, definitely have a lot of patience. I think that's mm-hmm. a big tip is have a lot of patience. Yeah. Um, your kids will feed off of you when you're traveling. Um, and I, you know, personally, like I noticed, like my husband takes crossword puzzles, like take mm. activities for yourself too, because then, yeah. you know, it keeps you busy. Um, but pack the snacks, don't be afraid to put the snacks, the water. Um, so I think we covered everything, like all yeah. the tips. So. Yeah. I agree with what you just said about you packing something for yourself too. One of my favorite, like little guilty pleasures, I guess, I don't know, as when I fly, my thing is I go before I get on the flight, I go to the store and I buy myself like the, the gossip mags. Oh right? yes. Same. Like, like the, same. Us and the, the only people. time I read it. Yeah. It's the only time I ever read those magazines. Right. Same. But I'm like, those, that's what I get for myself to read on the plane. Same. Cause I can't do like a whole book on a plane. Right. Like, I, don't, I just, I just want something I, light and fluffy. Like, I don't want a yes. book. I don't want to get invested in a story. I mean, I usually do bring a book depending on the vacation, but right, um, right. to read when I'm there, but yeah, but on the plane, I'm like, and so it, now it's just become a treat for myself. Like, that's just my go-to. Like, that's what I get is, is I, one of those. I, relate. I 100% can relate. So. <laughs> 
Well, um, all right. Well, I guess those are all of our tips for today, but we would love to hear from you, our uh, listeners, watchers, uh, followers, and what tips do you have for traveling with kids? What things have you done um, when you've traveled with your family that worked well, maybe something we didn't um, cover and we'd love for you to share it with us. Leave a comment on our YouTube, leave a comment on our Facebook. Um, and we really love to hear from you and please make sure to like and subscribe, follow us. Um, we are on all of the major podcast apps as well as YouTube, obviously, as we're live on here today. And we have a Facebook and Instagram page as well. And until next time, we hope all of your travels are magical.